This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips. We are checking in this month with Joe Ritter, the program director of the New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center, about the programs coming up in October and November. Always a busy agenda at the Fishing Heritage Center. Uh, Joe, good morning. Good to see you. Good morning, Jim. Thanks for having me. Documentaries. D-O-C-K-U-Mentaries are a staple of the Fishing Heritage Center. Been doing these for a long time. That's right. These important films are shown at the National Whaling Historical Park Visitor Center, 33 William Street, on the third Friday of every month from October through March. Now, start time is 7, doors open at 6.30. These films deal mainly, as you might imagine, with commercial fishing, working waterfronts up and down New England, Uh, So what are the films coming up in October and November? Well, thanks, Jim. And yeah, as you said, these documentaries are a staple with us here at the Fishing Heritage Center, and they really give us the opportunity to explore the wider world of the fishing community here in New England and internationally as well. And that's sort of the um, unintentional theme this year with our documentaries for our fall programming is international perspectives on fishing. Um, so our first documentary is going to be held on October 20th at 7 p.m. at the at the National Park, and it's going to be The Fish on My Plate, which is a PBS documentary focusing on fishermen and um, national best-selling author Paul Greenberg, who um, several years ago went on an international journey to explore the health benefits of just eating fish for every meal of the day for a whole year. So he goes around the world and explores different fishing cultures and the fish that they eat, um, primarily in their countries, um, and really tried to explore the health benefits of doing that. He wrote a book later about it, talking about um, omega-3s. And so this documentary follows his journey doing that. And that will be, as I said, on October 20th. And then in November, on November 17th, we're going to be doing something a little different from what we usually do. We're going to be showing a feature film, a fantasy fantasy film, in fact, called Mami Wata. It is a Nigerian film that just came out this year. In fact, it was all the rage at the Sundance Festival um, this year. And it talks about people's relationship with water and specifically around a sea creature called Mami Wata. Mami Wata is a West African mermaid um, who has, through various African folktales, many interactions with the people of West Africa. And in fact, Mami Wata is a sea creature that we feature in our, in our newest exhibit, Sea Monsters, Real and Imagined. So this gave us the opportunity to explore that story and explore a culture that maybe many people might not be familiar with here in New Bedford. So it sounds interesting. Again, uh, October... 20th mm-hmm. and November, what is what's November 17th. 17th, that's right. Those when those films, the documentaries for October and November. And of course, you can see those documentaries on the third Friday of every month at the National Whaling Historical Park Visitor Center, 33 William Street in the Historic District. The New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center reaching out to area school teachers as well. Uh, You are offering a series of programs during the school day for elementary and middle and, yes, even high school students. So give us some background about that. That's right. We try to reach all different 
students from all ages and all backgrounds here at the Fishing Center. And we really try to work with the teachers themselves to find programs that will meet their curriculum. Sometimes we work with schools like New Bedford Voke. Their focus is on job training and job experience. So we, we try to match our programs that we offer to fit that curriculum. Right. And at the moment, we're offering a lot of new programming based around our Sea Monsters exhibit that I just mentioned. So for younger students, we're having them learn about different sea monsters from around the world, whether that's the Norwegian Scandinavian Leviathan or the Portuguese Adamaster. And they can explore the mythology that that goes around with these sea monsters and create their own stories featuring these different sea monsters. Sounds like fun. It is. A, it's a lot of fun. We've we've done a lot of work with our Something Fishy campers and Little People's College here in New Bedford, and they've participated in this program, and they've really had a lot of fun with it. And it's so fun to see these students, how their imagination grows with these sea monsters. Um, and one of the other things we do with those younger students is they get the opportunity to create their own sea monsters using recycled plastic bottles. Um, and it's it's fun to see, again, how their minds work and what sort of how they decorate their sea monsters, whether they give it tentacles or appendages, whether it's fearsome, whether it's cute. All of them are a little different. And it's so fun to explore that. OK, but the real challenge is the older youngsters. The middle and high school kids. That's, what do you do with them? That's right. So with the older kids, again, with middle school, we're trying to focus more on the idea of mythology, trying to connect it with their with their um, the state standards for education. Mythology is a section that they talk about quite a bit. So we're trying to connect it there with the middle school students. With high school students, we're going to be trying something a little different. So we're going to be focusing on sea monster encounters and hoaxes throughout the uh, throughout history. So, for example, the Nantucket sea monster from the 1960s and the Fiji mermaids made popular and made famous or infamous, rather, by P.T. Barnum and Bailey's circus um, at the turn of the century. So we're going to get high school students to examine these ideas of hoaxes and possible encounters with sea monsters from around the world and see if they can determine fact from fiction. Of course, being in the history world, as we are at the center, we think it's really important for people to be able to look at primary sources, whether they're newspapers from the 19th or 20th century, whether it's film footage or radio broadcasts, and be able to interpret what's real and what's fictional from those stories. We understand that these programs, uh, as you mentioned, will involve history and marine science, arts and culture. So who's going to be leading these classes? So I'll be leading those programs. Um, okay. If teachers are interested, and I hope they are, they could reach out to us um, via our phone number, 508-993-8894, or they could reach out to me personally from email at programs at fishingheritagecenter.org. And like I said, we really try to to get our programming to be incorporated into their, into their curriculum. So we'll work with any educator from around the state to ensure that they're getting good lessons from the Fishing Heritage Center that will work with what they're teaching in the classroom. Very good. Um, we remind our audience, you're listening to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips. My guest is uh, Joe Ritter, who is the program director at the New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center. We would be remiss if we didn't ask you, how did the seafood soiree go this year? 
It went very well. Um, we've been joking in the office. Uh, we had such perfect weather for it on Tuesday, September 19th is when we held it. Yeah. Um, and the joke around the office is we've been, we've been talking about all of these different sea monsters and sea gods from around the world, you know, Adam Astor and the Kraken, that surely one of them smiled down on us and gave us perfect weather for the event. Couldn't have asked for a better time. And it was one of the biggest soirees that we've had so far. We had, we had food provided by 19 seafood restaurants and seafood companies from around the South Coast. And we had nearly 250 people show up to the event. And it was an outdoor event this year, right? It was an outdoor event. It was at, it was at Cisco Brewers here yeah. in New Bedford, right down on the water. And it really did feel like a, a sort of family reunion for the fishing industry. There were people from all sects of the fishing industry who came out to support. And it was just a great time to see everybody there. I think it's uh, the outdoor venue is going to be a keeper. It will be, so hopefully the weather continues to cooperate yeah. with us. Yeah, it's terrific. <laughs> okay, you're hosting uh, former Mayor John Bullard and Spinner Publications on the 12th of October, which is uh, coming up next week. Uh, John Bullard had, uh, has played an uh, important role in New Bedford's fishing story, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, right up until his retirement, he was playing an important role That's right. as yeah. an administrator with NOAA, but... Uh, clearly, uh, he's got a lot to talk about. He does, yeah. He'll be representing his new memoir, Hometown, which recently came out through Spinner Publications. Um, and yeah, he'll be talking specifically about his experiences working with the fishing industry during a tumultuous but significant period for the fishing industry during the strikes in the 1980s. So he'll be talking about his experiences there and working with fishermen to resolve those right. issues. And, of course, uh, I'm sure he'll add something uh, in a latter time here. And, yeah, that's uh, right. As he was a, a no administrator. But uh, it's, uh, we had John on to talk about the book. Uh, always an interesting interview. And uh, believe me, he'll, he'll keep you all entertained, I'm sure. I'm really looking forward to it. It's a great book. Yeah. Uh, sea monsters' tattoos have a place in fishing history. That's, That's right. True. And That's you have a right. contest going on about that? We do, yeah. All people around the world seem to enjoy tattoos, and none more perhaps than fishermen and mariners. Tattoos have a long history in the maritime industry, and even today, fishermen continue to sport tattoos um, all over their bodies. In fact, in our newest display, Sea Monsters Real and Imagined, we have a couple photographs of fishermen who... who were able to showcase their particular tattoos of sea monsters and nautical creatures taken by the great Phil Mello here in town, a great photographer. And so we thought, what better way to engage with a, a larger audience on our social media than hosting a little tattoo contest? So we've invited people to, to tag us on social media, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, and show us their nautical or sea monster tattoos. Um, so if you have a sea monster tattoo that you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post a couple pictures on Facebook and, or Instagram and be sure to tag the Fishing Heritage Center. The deadline to do that is Halloween, October 31st. And so we can't wait to watch. Sure. The winners of that, they'll get to go home with not only bragging rights, but also some Fishing Heritage Center swag as well. So it's well worth your time. Okay. Um on a more serious note, um, this is the first time I think I've seen this kind of activity go on at the Fishing Heritage Center, but you have a health screening program that's, that's going right. on yeah. 
Tuesday, the 10th, next week. Um, something different for the Fishing Heritage Center, I'm sure. Tell us about that. It is, but it's something we feel that is so important to be able to do and provide for the fishing community as a whole. So on um, Tuesday, October 10th, next Tuesday, we'll be hosting oral cancer screenings at the center for the fishermen and the fishing the broader fishing community here in New Bedford. We're doing that in partnership with the Fishing Partnership Support Services as well as South Coast Health. Um, these are free cancer screenings and walk-ins are available, although we do have the option to pre-schedule a screening if you would like. But yeah, these are these are an excellent opportunity to for the fishing industry to to watch their health. I know for me that's something that I don't keep up on often is going to the doctor and scheduling screenings, but they're so important, yeah. right? And to be able to provide these free services for our industry members is such a, is such a, is a worthwhile activity, and we're, we're honored to be involved in and that. And who are you partnering with for that? So we're partnering with the Fishing Partnership Support Services as well as South Coast Health. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, look, uh, it's no secret. I mean, fishermen smoke. That's true. Sometimes yeah. they chew tobacco. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is can be an issue. So these health screenings are important. Absolutely. Uh, fishermen may not uh, feel the need to go, but their wives and girlfriends may That's right. tell them it's time to go. Absolutely. So, uh, listen, uh, it's great. Again, this is going to be held on the 10th of October. Mm-hmm. Something different. Uh, the hours again for this? Uh, so we'll be hosting these from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock p.m. Okay. And I will point out, too, if people want to schedule or pre-schedule a screening, they should contact Jenny Verde, who is a health connector at the Fishing Partnership Support Services. Um, and she could be reached at 774-510-4352. And she'll help you set up an appointment for that. The New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center, located at 38 Bethel Street in the city of New Bedford. It's a very unique place. Uh, how can people get in touch if they have questions or want to learn more? So we've got a couple different ways you can get in touch with us. Obviously, the first one is visiting our website, which is fishingheritagecenter.org. That's always a great introduction to our mission statement, as well as some of the um, upcoming activities and exhibits that we host um, at the center, there are lots of great resources, whether you're just a member of the public trying to find out about us for the first time, or if you're an educator trying to learn more about what we do. We offer a lot of great resources, whether they're digital exhibits, whether they're uh, lesson plans for teachers. I would encourage you to check those out. But you could also contact us on social media or give us a call at 508-993-8894. We're happy to answer any questions you might have. It's not a museum. The New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center. That's right. Located at 38 Bethel Street. Shows you about the industry's past and what's happening now. That's right. In commercial fishing. A very, very unique place. My guest has been Joe Ritter of the New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center. Uh, thank you, Joe, for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. very much. Well, that's it for Town Square Sunday. Thanks for listening. Thanks also to Mike Roberts and Tim Weisberg for their help and getting this program on the air and on our social media sites. I'm Jim Phillips. Join us next week for Town Square Sunday. Until then, have a wonderful Sunday and a great week.